0: With that and mode
1: it's Thursday. Good morning, y'all. How's your week been? Mine's been interesting. Uh, if you've been tuning in, any of the other days this week, you've known that we're doing some light episodes of the morning show, uh, shorter segments, and there's just me in the studio um, because we weren't able to record on our normal recording day last Saturday. And uh, just a quick recap of what's been going on the last three days. Uh, at the beginning of the show, I've been telling you about what's been going on with my dad. <clears throat> uh, my dad, as as you know, if you've been listening to the show since the beginning. Uh, a little over a month ago That uh, my dad has cirrhosis of the liver He's had it for several years And it's gotten significantly worse In the last couple months And uh, it took a, a sharp turn Towards the worst About a week ago maybe uh, Well about two weeks ago at this point point. And uh, His doctor basically told him We gotta either get you a transplant Or you're going to uh, Pass away soon like months soon, maybe weeks. So, uh, what wound up happening is that all of a sudden and out of nowhere, we all had to travel to Dallas. Uh, they wanted family members there just to make sure that everybody or everything the doctor said was, was comprehended. That way, if, if uh, my parents were too emotional to, to fully comprehend everything he was saying, At least there'd be a few other ears in the room that hopefully would have picked everything up. So between all of us in the family, we would have all heard everything the doctor said. And what the doctor basically said was that right now even being put on the transplant list was a long shot. Uh, They don't normally put people on the transplant list that are over 65, sometimes 70 if they're in good health. My dad is over 70 and he is not in good health. He has a lot of things wrong with him. So the weekend and the first few days of this week were set up as days that uh, he was going to be evaluated, and they were doing all these tests, there were a few things that he had wrong that they needed to make sure that they could stabilize, his kidneys were barely functioning, his potassium was way low, he was very jaundiced, they needed to take care of all that, and a few other things they needed to check, and then the doctors were supposed to come together, and make a decision on whether or not they'd put him on the transplant list, uh, and we were supposed to know that uh, Tuesday. Um, I recorded yesterday's show on Tuesday, and uh, at the point, the time I recorded it, we still didn't know. And now I'm recording today's show, this Thursday morning show, on uh, 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 later, and we still don't know, as of as of Wednesday. They are doing another test. Uh, They did come in and talk to him on Tuesday night uh, and told him that they needed to do this other test. It's some uh, thing where they're going to have to go in uh, up with a camera into his heart uh, to make sure that his heart is strong enough to go through with this kind of thing. And uh, then after that, they would likely have a decision. And uh, as of this point, at the time of recording this, Uh, I still don't know that decision. So (sighs) everything's still in limbo, unfortunately. Um, but we've learned that if they do put him on the transplant list, they're going to keep him in the hospital, most likely to make sure that he remains stable and healthy enough until a liver becomes available, which who knows when that will be, could be months from now. Um, but at least with him being in the hospital, it would keep him from uh, deteriorating as fast as he would at home. Um, And then once he gets the transplant, assuming that he survives it and everything goes well, he would have to remain there for at least six weeks while he recovers and then would need to live within a couple hours of Dallas uh, at the most for who knows how long until the doctors are convinced that his body's not going to reject the organ and that he's healthy enough to go back home <coughs> oh, pardon me I'm still dealing with a cold so forgive me for that um, so that being the case we don't we don't know we don't know how, I mean if he is but on the transplant list we don't know what we're gonna do um, we uh, my parents have an apartment. In in New Mexico, which is more than two hours away from Dallas. And uh, they don't really have the money. None of us really have the money to uh, keep him in the hospital, let alone have them rent another apartment or something somewhere there. They definitely can't stay in a hotel every night. Um, I just, yeah. It's so confusing. And it's hard to find the right course of action. Of course, we want him to get a transplant because if everything goes successfully, he could have another two to five years, maybe even more, with us and with my, with my, my kids and, and everybody else and him actually being able to, to function instead of being stuck in a chair or in his bed the whole time. But... If that is the case, it's going to be such a a hardship of a process to get him to healthy again. It's going to take oh goodness, better part of a year, I think, before he gets to uh, return to any kind of semblance of normal. And then, on top of that. We don't really know what kind of physical state he'll be in. But then if he isn't put on the transplant list, that means he'll be coming home, but it'll just be a, a ticking clock as to when when he'll slip into a coma, which is likely what will happen. <sighs> Guys, it's this is this is stressful. Um, This is a very stressful situation, and we just don't know how it's going to play out. Um, I said that we hopefully will be recording our normal show this coming Saturday, like normal, uh, with Mo and everything and our full show for next week, Um, but I seem to be on a day-by-day basis here on what's going to happen, what's going to happen. I might wind up having to go to Dallas again. I don't know. Um, So please, if you've been praying for us, I'm extremely grateful. Uh, Please continue to pray for the situation, for wisdom, for us knowing what to do, for the doctors knowing what to do, um, and for strength for my parents, because it's just, it's getting more and more stressful the longer this is being drug drug out, and uh, people are starting to panic. So yeah, that's where we are. Sorry that I didn't have any kind of conclusive uh, results for you, but that's just the way medicine works. You think you have an answer, and you got to keep waiting. So uh, I might have an update for you next Monday. I'll let you know uh, when it comes around. But uh, as for now, the way things look, uh, we're still a a go for recording on Saturday and having our new shows for next week. And uh, I'm still here. So uh, that was a bit of a downer, as, as this first segment has been all week long. Um, so I apologize for that. The rest of the show, I'll try to keep it more upbeat. And you know what? It's Throwback Thursday. And Throwback Thursday always puts a smile on my face because that means we're throwing it back to exclusively nothing but music from 1995 through 2005. The, the, the golden era the decade of greatness in Christian rock music uh, so we got rock, rap and uh, all kinds of, of, of great music from that decade stick around, enjoy it remember some of the good old days and uh, when we come back we'll talk about what holidays we're celebrating today stick around back to the back row morning show this light edition on our thursday morning glad to have you with us today we have got some interesting junk coming your way this morning the first of which being we're gonna find out what holidays we're celebrating today it's october 4th that means we are celebrating Ooh, <laughs> i got a couple good ones today it's cinnamon roll day y'all Head out to Cinnabon and get yourself a cinnamon roll because this is the only day I think you can justify ever eating a cinnamon roll. (laughs) It's a pointless food. It makes no sense. It's definitely not great for you for breakfast, uh, but it's not really a dessert either. But it's in every mall and airport in the world. Head on over there. If you see Saul, tell him I said hi. All right. It's improve your office day. Uh, Do what you can to make your office a better place national golf day uh we told we told you this whole story about the one time i played golf um but you know what i didn't tell you it was top golf if you've ever been to top golf oh my goodness that is a fun place that's the new bowling alley except you know fun and with good food oh man if you've never been to a top top golf go to a top golf you don't even have to be a good golfer Uh, As long as you can hit the ball, you're golden. All right, National Poetry Day. But that's not here. That's in the UK, so we don't care. Uh, And it's National Taco Day, y'all. How is National Taco Day going to be on a Thursday? I got to figure out why it's National Taco Day on October 4th. Is it specific? Was the taco created on October 4th? Let's find out. Let's Google it. Come along with me for National Taco Day. NationalTacoDay.com. It's got its own website. All right. Uh, Taco history. Uh, Nope. Nothing about October 4th. Taco types. Taco trucks. Uh, All right. Well, here's some taco facts for you. Last year... Last year, Americans ate over 4.5 billion tacos. Uh, That's 490,000 miles of tacos, which could take you to the moon and back. Or, if you prefer, could, at 775 million pounds, equal the weight of two Empire State buildings. Uh, Another fun fact, also celebrated on October 4th, is National Vodka Day. So, tacos and vodka... Yeah, I don't see anything, even on this official website, as to why October 4th, specifically, is National Taco Day. I would think they'd want to keep it on a Tuesday. Let it be one of them floating holidays, like Easter. It's always on a specific day of the week. And you'll have a Taco Thursday. That ain't nothing. That's not a thing. All right. Well, tacos, I guess it's a good... Tacos are good any time. What am I getting so bad of shape for? A taco is a taco is a taco. Right? Get yourself a taco today. Don't go to Taco Bell. Get a real taco. I guess if you go to Taco Bell, get the American taco, which is that amazing Doritos taco. Oh, man. You gotta eat that quick, though, because that sucker gets soggy. That gets soggy real fast. And it's because they wrap it in that, like, plastic uh plasticky paper cardboard nonsense and so it gets all steamy just wrap it in a, in the normal paper thing you don't need to put it in one of those cardboard foldies it gets all steamy and gets all soggy on the bottom and then you just got a a Doritos goop that's a problem with a lot of Taco Bell food like most fast food you could like buy it and take it home and eat it and it would still be relatively good but Taco Bell if you have to drive more than 5 minutes just forget it. Everything in there is soggy. Only thing that'll last is like a burrito, something without any crunchy bits to it. So if you're gonna go to Taco Bell, you gotta eat it there or in the parking lot uh, while you're sitting there in your shame, because uh, that's how. That's the. I think that's the correct way to eat Taco Bell. Just shamefully eating it in the parking lot with your visor down so no one can see your face. <laughs> oh i'm feeling a little i'm feeling a little loopy i'm feeling a little loopy now it is late so i'm gonna uh, well it's not late for you it's late for me while i'm recording this so i'm gonna let you go uh we'll we'll join you again at the top of the next hour with another gross food news story just for you stick around Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. Yo, here on Back Row Radio. It's this light edition here on Thursday. Uh, Just me in the studio today. Mo will be back next week. And uh, I got a couple food-related bits for you from the world of condiments. And gosh, it just makes me want to (laughs) vomit. Heinz. (laughs) We all know Heinz is famous for ketchup. They also have their own mustard, which is apparently decent. They got some sweet relish going on, just so they can have a nice little picnic pack for you to take with you on your hot dog grilling days. But the newest bottle of saucy goodness from Heinz is Mayo Chup, which, if the name itself doesn't make you want to vomit, the color... Sure will. Uh, it's, it's their special blend of uh, mayonnaise, ketchup, and some secret spices in one bottle. It's meant to be a convenient option for those who, long, who have long mixed the two sauces together, as well as something new to try for those who haven't. Uh, it is a fairly common combination in burgers, because you'll see mayonnaise and ketchup on a burger. But specifically this is mainly a, a big deal for fry dipping. Uh, this is something my wife does and it is disgusting. Um, I know, look, I know, I know. You go to German German, you go to Germany and, and mayonnaise is the number one topper for French fries. I get it. They have whole little shops that just serves French fries with all types of differently... Flavored mayonnaise. M- Whatever. I get it. I get there's an audience for it, and I also understand the fry sauce thing with mayonnaise and ketchup mixed together. I get it. But the <laughs> But the color <laughs> They shouldn't <laughs> Heinz bottles are always clear, right? So it'll show the sauce. That is not a route they should have taken with Mayo Chup. The color is flesh. It's flesh color. Uh, You know, from the crayon. You know, it is white flesh. That is what you're looking at. And it is just so unappetizing. It's khaki. You're looking at a khaki sauce. And it's so gross. (laughs) It looks like they melted down humans. And just put them in a bottle. Melt it down, white people. And, and if not, if anything, <laughs> if anything encompasses white people, <laughs> it's mayo chip. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. It looks so disgusting. I'm staring at it right now. I can't not look at it. But it's so gross. Oh, all right. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Okay. Back to the story. Uh, <laughs> you can find Heinz Mayo Chip in 16.5-ounce squeeze bottles. The carrier suggests a suggested price tag of $3.49. Uh, this should be available locally everywhere soon, if not already. Uh, but if, if it's not in your area and you, and you just can't wait to put your money down on some, make sure you get it. You can pre-order uh, a pack of six from Amazon That won't ship out until the end of November. But hey, at least then you have six Christmas presents to give away. (laughs) I'm going to stick a bottle of this in my wife's stocking. (laughs) Oh, she loves this stuff. I hate it. I would think, though, I would think that unless this has a special quality all of its own, which it might because it says that they've added a special blend of spices to it, I would think that this takes away from it because you're, you're, you're not getting the purity of either one. Like my wife specifically likes it because it is her mixing mayonnaise and ketchup, not having a sauce that's already combined the two, which might take away some of each of its unique flavors or properties or, I don't know. Cause I mean, they're not exactly the same consistency, but they would be one consistency in this bottle. Uh, I don't, I'm going to have to ask her what she would prefer. Um, but yeah, I don't know if this is this is going to be a big hit or if this is going to go the way of uh, Goober's peanut butter and jelly in the same jar, which I mean, sure, it still exists, but gross. <laughs> That's just disgusting. Uh, <laughs> oh, I talked about this far longer than I planned to. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross, guys. Look it up online. It just it is so unappetizing. The color is. I can't stand it. What world are we living in? Oh man, I need to go back in time, man. Before let's go back in time to the days of that blue ketchup, the purple ketchup, the green ketchup. Yeah, those are the days, back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and uh, you know. Let's enjoy some music from that time, eh? It's Throwback Thursday. Let's get your groove on from some of them classic joints. Stick around, we got more coming up after this. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, this light edition on Throwback Thursday. So, just as uh, many churches are finally starting to embrace Facebook at large, many of their members and those they're trying to reach may have left it behind. Almost three quarters of Facebook users, 74%, have adjusted their connection with that social media platform in some way or another over the past year, according to uh, Pew Research. That includes Uh, 54% who adjusted their privacy settings, uh, which typically means that they're tightening up their privacy setting, which typically means they're not engaging as much. Uh, 42% who took a break from checking it altogether for several weeks or more. And 26% who deleted the app entirely from their phone. Uh, in a 2018 Pew Research survey of U.S. teenagers ages 13 to 17, half of them say they're on Facebook, uh, meaning half of them are not, uh, which it used to be a vastly bigger number. Uh, while larger numbers are on YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat, um, I mean that's that's fallen 20 percent, 20 percent in only three years. And I do not look. I get it. I'm, I, I just turned 33 this past Sunday. So I understand that I am now getting to the point where I don't like or understand new technology. <laughs> YouTube is not new. I know that. YouTube I get. I get why a lot of people are on YouTube. I'm on YouTube. I love YouTube. That's great. Instagram? I get it for what it is, sharing photos. I don't get it as a social media connecting with other people thing. Uh, I have four Instagram accounts for different projects, including Back Row Radio here. Uh, Engaging with other people is difficult. I even have one fairly popular one. I'm into Funko Pop collecting, and I have one that I've got several thousand followers on, and even that, I have a hard time connecting with people. I've slowed down my posting on it. Uh, I'm having to post statuses uh, with photos saying that I'll be back soon just because I don't I don't have the energy. It takes so much so much more energy to work on Instagram than it does on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Snapchat, I just don't understand at all. Besides the funny cameras, I do not understand communicating on Snapchat, especially in a society that's used to being able to save everything to the cloud or whatnot. Oh, this is specifically you're creating content that will not exist anymore in 24 hours time. It's gone. And the person that you sent it to can only look at it twice and then they're done. Ah, uh, Why? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand the appeal. I never have. Uh, I use it, but only as a tool to create content for other platforms, not for Snapchat. I don't even post anything that I create on Snapchat to Snapchat. I I don't get it. Somebody explain it to me. Someone explain to me why it is a viable social media platform. Why it should exist. Someone give me a good reason Why it exists and why it should exist. Because I just don't get it. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I just can't get it. I don't know. Uh, But just, I don't. I don't. I don't. I refuse to get it. You know what? I'm going to be one of those stubborn old people. I don't want to get it. Don't tell me why. I am already committed to the fact that it doesn't need to exist. And that it's pointless and stupid. Uh, So that's where we're at. just just to be clear snapchat is not a sponsor <laughs> oh but anyway the main thing we're talking about is Facebook and uh, you know a lot of people are dropping Facebook Facebook is becoming less and less popular um, and we kind of had this discussion a couple weeks ago is it gonna go away for good I feel like it can't I feel like it has its its tentacles into so many different aspects of our life that there's no way Facebook's going to be able to, or Facebook's going to fail. It's too big to fail, I feel like. I feel like all it's going to do is start to adjust itself over time with what we want, which includes the fact that it's, it owns Instagram now. And even the original creators of Instagram who hung on after Facebook bought them out have left because of what Facebook is doing to it. And, uh, and it's still, it's one of the more popular ones. Instagram is, it's even more popular than Snapchat. So I just, I think it's just going to keep, keep its talons in us one way or another. Um, I will tell you this, I ran an ad for back row radio the other day and Facebook wants you to, uh, also add this to Instagram So it'll put your ad on Facebook and it'll put your ad on Instagram. Well, for some reason, even though I said to put it on both, it put almost all of it on Instagram and we got no response, no response whatsoever. I think we got two likes on it. I, I re-upped the, the advertisement thing for, for one third of the amount of money that I put the original uh, plan on. And uh, so it ran for just like two days instead of six. And I put it only on Facebook, not on Instagram. So much more interaction. So much more. So does that mean that Row Radio only appeals to people of my age? Maybe. Maybe. But you know what? We're here for you no matter what age you are. And we're so glad that you're here listening with us. But uh, I'm assuming today will also specifically appeal to people my age, because it's Throwback Thursday, and we're going back to the greatest decade in Christian rock, and that is 95 to 05. So join me, will you, on this trip back in time. Stick around. <laughs> we'll keep this party rolling. Back to Throwback Thursday here on Back Row Morning Show, Back Row Radio. I don't even know what title I'm supposed to say right now, but you know what? Uh, it's it's Thursday. We're glad that you're here, and we got some random facts for you. Normally, Mo would be throwing these at you, but since I'm alone in the studio today for this light edition of our morning show, I will be reading them in her stead. Uh, number one, the Vatican's ATMs are all in Latin, the dead language. Only alive in the Vatican. Number two, a million Earths would fit inside the sun. Uh, I believe I learned that from They Might Be Giants. Uh, um, A cat's ear contains 32 muscles. 32 of them. 32 muscles. Uh, I have more facts, but my screen is missing. Did you know about the boiling frog fable? The premise is that a frog suddenly put into boiling water will jump out. But if you put it into tepid water, which is then slowly brought to a boil, the frog will cook to death. Uh, That is false. A frog that is gradually heated will eventually jump out. And lastly on our set of facts here, Hawaiian pizza, which is the worst pizza, pizza from the mouth of hell, was invented in Canada. No, it was invented in hell. This is wrong. By a Greek immigrant. (coughs) Pardon me, still dealing with this cold. Who was inspired by Chinese food to put a South American ingredient on an Italian dish that went on to be the most popular in Australia. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's got a picture here. It's gross. Pineapple. Does not belong on pizza. No ma'am, no sir, no thank you. Not ever. Not now, not then. Not ever. Gross. So, (laughs) last, uh, I told you the story last week that um, because I had to go down to uh, Dallas, we weren't able to record on Saturday. Like we normally do, which is why we're doing these. These shortened episodes this week with just me in the studio because I'm having to record them throughout the week as we go. Um, But the other thing that I do on Saturdays is I'm also my church's janitor, so I clean the church. I clean the church two days a week on Tuesday nights before Wednesday and on Saturday nights before Sunday. And uh, because I was gone, my wife and my father-in-law and mother-in-law graciously stepped in to do my job for me uh, on Saturday. And uh, they got a nice taste of all the stuff that I do, uh, which, uh, you know, nobody really thinks about it. Nobody really thinks about what the janitor does. You know, they gathers trash, vacuums, cleans the bathrooms a bit. But it doesn't really, you know, they don't really know exactly how far that goes and what all that entails. And it's actually quite a big job, even for a small church like the one we uh, attend. So uh, they got to get a good glimpse of it. Uh, this job has been, uh, fun, but difficult. Um, and I, uh, wrote a song about it. (laughs) I wrote a song about the job as a church janitor, which kind of let, let out all the frustrations that I've had all the way across the job. Like I don't harbor these feelings all the time, but every now and then something will happen. That'll just trigger anger in me. Uh, the number one would be a glitter bomb somewhere in the church. Just some some well-meaning Sunday school teacher is doing a craft and says, hey, let's have glitter, and some kid goes crazy with it and is carrying his paper out and drops it on the floor, and now that glitter is in our carpet for at least six months until it's worked out finally by the vacuum cleaner going over it 5,000 times. Um, so... I wanted to share that song with you this morning. So, this is actually a parody song from uh, uh, Imagine Dragons uh, Believer. This is Backrow Baptist with uh, The Cleaner. Enjoy. <laughs>
0: First things first, I'ma say everything that I'm thinking. I'm tired of glitter, think it's nothing, think again. Ooh, ooh that stuff should be a sin. Ooh, ooh second things second, don't you tell me that you've never washed your hands. If you had, you know by now that paper towels go in the bin. Ooh, ooh, the floor is not the bin. Ooh. ooh I've been soaking all the dishes, bringing my soap into the bathrooms, cleaning these toilets, other pools, stick to me, all the pee on the seat, aim please, sing in my heartache from the pain, dumping these trash bags, in the rain, pulling these clothes up, out the drain, searching for beauty through these... STAY! Take it down and pour it out, the cleaner, the cleaner! It's it spill. let it rain. My life, my job, my skill—it came from Stay, Take it down and pour it out the cleaner, the cleaner. Learn things, learn. Send a prayer for the vacuum in my hands. All the dirt it sucked up is nearly brought into it its end. Ooh, we're piggies in the panel. Ooh. I was choking in a cloud of all of the bleach that's scrubbing out All of the food stains in the ground Hoping that that would please the crowd But it never will ever Still so sweeping and mopping and windows and mirrors And dusting and sobbing They don't stop They rain down Life Stay! Take it down and pour it out The cleaner The cleaner stay I scrub it in and dry it out The cleaner The cleaner so oh, let the Kool-Aid spill Oh, let it rain My life, my job, my skill It came from Stain Take it down and pour it out The cleaner The cleaner Last things last By the grace of our God This church is clean Until Sunday comes And I have to clean it all again Oh, ooh, The cycle never ends Oh, ooh it's some of your nasty, if I get you red-handed You'll find a my pet in your bed It'll ring out and rain down like stay, Take it down and pour it out The cleaner, the cleaner Stay. Scrub it in and dry it out The cleaner, the cleaner Stains do So let the Kool-Aid spill Job, my came from.
1: Man, that was the cleaner parody of Believer by Imagine Dragons, uh, done by me, Backrow Row Baptist. Uh, I have wanted to do a parody of that song for so long. I love that song by Imagine Dragons. In fact, I love a lot of Imagine Dragons stuff. Uh, I think that's the... Might be the second one I've done of Imagine Dragons. I think the first one I did was uh, was, on, was on top of the world, Imagine Dragons. Now I got to check. Was on top of the world. On top of the world by Imagine Dragons. Yeah. So I did a parody called On Top of the Church about a guy who literally climbed up the church's steeple because he'd always wanted to. And then he got stuck up there. Uh, I'll have to share that one with y'all another time. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do it next. Stick around. We might have another one coming up. (laughs) But until then, it is Throwback Thursday. So enjoy some of these classic Christian hits. Uh, When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. Welcome back to the final segments of the final day of the Back Row Morning Show. Uh, glad to have you with us today. We, uh, we've been doing this, this this these light shows, and this is the final one, and I'm glad because that means Mo's going to be in the studio with me again next week, and we'll have our full shows for you throughout all of next week, uh, Lord willing, and uh, until then... Uh, last, in the last segment, I, I shared with you my first, or, well, my most recent uh, parody song from uh, Imagine Dragons, and uh, I remembered that I had another one by Imagine Dragons, one that I did a few years ago. I think it was in 2015 that I did it. Uh, so I'm going to share that with you, too, since I don't really have anything for this segment be, before we get to the final uh, verse of the day and final thought for the day. So uh, let's let's jump into that. As I said, it's, it's, a, it's called On Top of the Church. Uh, it's a parody of On Top of the World, and it's about uh, a guy who climbed to the top of the church steeple because he always wanted to, and now he can't get down. Uh, so <laughs> It's stupid, but it was sure fun to record, so enjoy it.
0: Really on top of the church Been wanting to climb for a while now Finally got up the courage Dumbest mistake of my life Pretty sure I'm gonna die I'm at least three stories up now But my vertigo says 49
1: I'm on top of the church
0: Cause I'm on top of the church I'm on top of the church, eh? We're waiting for help for a while now. And now it's a media circus. They think I'm threatening to jump, in. but really I'm majorly dumb. Eh? Don't know which one is worse now. Please come, Lord Jesus, come.
1: Come on, that was great, right? <laughs> that song, I cannot disassociate the original song uh, On Top of the World by Imagine Dragons From that Steve Carell movie uh, Oh gosh, I can't even remember the name of it now Um the magi- it's it's about magicians. Uh, the dude's name's Anton. Uh, oh gosh, what was the name of it? Oh, I'm so mad at myself. Uh, Steve Carell <laughs> magic movie. Um, it was called Ah. There we go. The Incredible Bert Wonderstone with his assistant Anton. That was uh, Steve Shimmy. Okay, yeah, gosh, Bert Wonderstone, that was such a good movie. Such a tear. I mean, it was bad, but it's bad in that great way that you just have to watch it over and over again. I'm gonna have to watch it again now when I get home, <laughs> with Jim Carrey playing the the Chris Angel like magician. Oh man, man, that was a good movie. I love it. Okay, okay. So this whole day, this whole week has been off the rails, up and down, different emotions. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm sorry that it's been weird. Uh, Hopefully we'll get back to some semblance of a normal show this next week. But maybe, you know, I hope I still entertained you uh, by myself. I know it's a little different when there's only one person in the studio, but I appreciate you sticking with me. And uh, next week, uh, like I said, Mo should be back and we should get back to, to normal. Um, but let's go ahead and wrap up today's show with a verse for the day and a thought for the day. And we will do that right now. Our verse for the day for October 4th is Proverbs 27, one, do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what that day may bring Ooh, wise words there. And then number number, and then our, uh, quote for the day is from Greg Laurie, Revival is a choice to wake up. It's an intentional decision to get back to the Christian life as it was meant to be lived. Revival is being in the bloom of first love for a lifetime, walking closely with the Lord. Again, thank you for joining us this week. Join us again next week, Monday through Thursday. Our show starts at 4 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, and then it encores at 7 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific specific so no matter where you're at in america you should be able to get a good time to catch all three hours of our show um tune in tomorrow at those same times for you're my friend and i trust you our buddies donnie and jordan are back and they've got your feel good friday covered uh we never know what they're going to talk about they kind of go rogue on us but we are so glad to have them as a part of our programming here on back row radio and you know what it's been a tough week um Please continue to pray for my dad and uh, for my family, and uh, hopefully we'll find out something this weekend, and uh, I'll have an update for you come Monday morning. Love you guys. Have a great week, and if you need me, i me in the back.